This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. Little bing, you blow their brains all over your nice Ivy League suit. <laughs> was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for I work for the government, you know, hold on, company. Whatever. Uh, I'm missing the morning hour. Since she's a darn cricket, you know. Ah, so here we are. Uh, here on a Thursday uh, afternoon. A beautiful day out. It's not that hot. It's gorgeous weather. I don't know what the temperature is. Uh, you can find out yourself. I'm sure you have an app. Too bad we're not a radio station. We used to be good at that stuff. Anyway, welcome to the show. Uh, we do this every day, Monday through Friday, from 5 till 6. Uh, it was a, a big uh, primary season come to a conclusion uh, this past Tuesday. And uh, now we move on to uh, the next phase of life, right? So I've been doing a lot of thinking. Uh, that's why you might have seen like a, a half-lit light bulb over my head in recent hours or days. About uh, about certain things that just don't add up. And sometimes, you know, and I'll get to the, the, the philosophy that I have, and I made a comparison to an historic event that happened in the Atlantic Ocean. I'll get that in a little bit. But first, of, first and foremost, uh, finding things in the aisle at a grocery store and or drugstore, which essentially is the same thing. What used to be a corner drugstore, you know, uh, apothecary, no, what do they call that? What, what's the official word of the druggist? Uh, someone give me a shout. Seven five five twelve forty. They didn't call him the. They didn't call him Mr. Gower the druggist. Or they, actually they did, but they called it something else. In, in, in the days when you know you had fountains and you know the guy that gave you an ice cream was also the guy that gave you some type of sedative for, for your headache. You know that's the way it was. You know back in the old days. But when you go into say for instance your near near you Kinney drugstore, uh, it's a grocery store. It's that's what it's turned into. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, you know, the advancement of life has gotten bigger and better. And uh, you can get beer at a drugstore. Uh, you might spend a little bit extra. But nonetheless, you're going to spend, you know, you're going to buy things. You're going to get your drugs in the back. And you're going to get, and then while you're in there, you're going to get yourself a hat. A hat? You're going to get yourself like a, a clock radio. Uh, you can get your photo processing down there. It's amazing. My problem is every time I go into anything, it could be from PNC. Not PNC. Listen to me. Price Chopper. Anything. I can't find things. 
because all of them are different. Even the individual Kinney drugstores, which we love, by the way, here in, at uh, Community Broadcasters, all of them have different placards. You don't know where this, this is, that. And then when you get down to the category itself that you're looking for, for instance, today I was looking for deodorant. And yes, no, I don't smell like a sewer. But nonetheless, I was looking for deodorant today. And I've noticed this in recent months or years, I should say, that, you know, the whole selection of canned deodorant, the, the aerosol, aerosol, you know, aerosol, which, of course, destroyed the ozone layers. And we were so confused. We were so concerned with that 20, 30 years from now, a years earlier, I should say. And, and I'm looking and I'm looking and, it, and I'm looking. And it says men's deodorant. And I can't find a lousy can of Right Guard. I'm in Kenny Drugs. This is not the small section of some convenience store that sells, uh, you know, uh, $5 candy bars. This is, and, so, and then, I, then I looked, and there's two rows, actually three. There was three rows of aerosol. One was Right Guard Sport. There was two of them for Right Guard Sport. And the other one was just a regular Right Guard, which is the big brown can. And, and, I, and I'm, I got thinking, everything else was either the roll-on or the bar. What do they call it? Uh, the stick or the roll-on, one or the other. And I, I don't know about you, but I sweat when I get out of the shower. The last thing I want to put on is a, is a roller that's going to eat up my, my armpit hairs and leave a big wet mark on my shirt because I'm already sweating. And so why apply, you know, well, it dries right away. I said, no, it never dries right away. N- impossible. Then you have the other jelly stuff that comes out. And said, no, that doesn't dry either. I feel like I'm putting that, you know, that, that goo that you put on dentures under my armpits. So I, I, I think you have this whole wall of, of deodorant for men. And, and you look at the, the other wall for women, it's the same thing. Only uh, their, their bottles and can, uh, no, no cans, mind you, are all pink and magenta. And ours are all white and red and black and brown. You are, you are. And I got thinking, wait a minute. People don't use aerosol anymore or spray on deodorant? To me, it's one of the greatest rites of rituals in the morning to spray that under your underarms. In other areas, mind you. It's like it wakes you up. It's like, woo, wow, that's great. T- three rows of them. And it was all the way on the bottom. It's almost like a, you know, if you're a schlep that still uses spray, you're, you're a moron. So, again, just an observation. I don't know why, but it did raise, you know, sometimes, some time ago, rather, I would think, let's have like a, a survey. Uh, are you boxers or briefs? Something of that nature. Do you like a ballpoint pen or non-ball? Do you like felt-tip pens? You know, I would ask stupid questions like other DJs would do. You know, what's your favorite soup? So today, I'll, you know, when you call in or any given time, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't have to be today. It doesn't have to be at all because none of you are going to respond. Uh, but I would like to know, which, which do you use? Do you have the bar, the roll-on part, or do you use spray? My guess is, based on what I saw today, and I finally figured it out, that uh, aerosol cans are on their way out because of the ozone layer, although I thought they figured that out. I thought they used something different in there. But I'll ask you uh, one last time. Uh, when you call in or if you feel obliged to at any given time, or even text me for that matter, which of the, th- of the two options is the roll-on or the spray? I'm a spray guy. That's all I can say. All right, so um, whenever you turn on the news or when you're talking to people, whether or not the poli- people are politically inclined or not, I've been talking to people that, you know, are feeling bad about the fact that they're not getting along with old long-time friends and, and relatives and even brothers and sisters because of all the stuff that, that's going on in the world. And I can relate to that. I don't talk politics with my brothers and sisters. Uh, we, we all claim to be Republicans, but at the end of the day, we're not. 
because a uh, Republican from the, from, from the New York City area, or New York City in general, the boroughs at least, uh, is not the true definition of what Republicans normally are. And that's always been the case, by the way. But it's, it's a shame what's, what's going on these days because, you know, it is affecting a lot of relationships. Uh, and and that's, 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 that's a shame. But nonetheless, it, it also opens the door and opens our minds to the people we've been associated with. Uh, that's not to say that we should end long-term relationships. That's foolish. But it, it does add, you know, a lot of surprise to, to how people react to certain things that are, in my opinion, are crazy. So today I made this crazy uh, assessment, like, you know, and I've been saying this before. I've said this from the beginning. This show has been on the air from, uh, back again at least for 13, 14 months now since March of last year. And, and one thing I, I wanted to exclude from any type of, of my own little on-air rhetoric was, you know, the double standard. Because we see and hear it so often. Whereas the left can say this and we can't. And they can say this, but we can't. Uh, Fifty people can die in a truck on the, bo- on the Mexican border. Uh, if that happened under Trump, that would have been a much bigger deal. So th- those are the types of examples of double standards. Uh, but I've come to this semi-half-assed conclusion, and I don't want to upset people, particularly my audience, who is as conservative, if not more, than I am. But uh, I wonder, you know, did we lose this war? <laughs> Are we done? And, and, I, and sometimes I go on a rant, and I was talking to a client today in front of people, and, and some, some of which I didn't know. Hopefully I didn't insult them. But I said, you know, w- you know conservatives are like the people that fell off the Titanic. And, and that, you know, you, you, you're in the cold ocean there and in a, a cold April night and there's a full moon and it doesn't look like you're going to make it. So what do you do? The human body obviously wants to survive, wants to live and, you know, screaming for help. Unfortunately, uh, over a thousand people's lives were lost that night. So, that, you know, what, what was what was rather based on historic uh, uh, depictions of what happened there. You saw the movie back in 1997. Obviously, when people fall, uh, fall into the ocean uh, in the dark, dark at night, uh, they scream for help. But eventually, that, those screams go by the wayside because there's nothing you could do to help them. And I often wonder, it, lately at least, because it, just was, it's, it seems to be where, where it's such a losing battle every time you talk, put on the news, unless you watch Fox News, which you're, you're despicable for, by the way, uh, according to some people, including our own J- Jim Levin, who thinks that uh, Fox News is just tainting the mind and torturing us to the point where we have to come to the reality that this is the way, the, the new world. And, and sometimes, and again, I don't mean to sound like a defeatist, but sometimes I, I feel like, I, have, have we lost this? I mean, you know, say what you want about Ron DeSantis and the, the new hope and can Trump come back and, oh, yes, the pendulum swings this way. God, I don't know. Because, you know, the young generation right now coming out of not just college, but high school and also middle school. And we're seeing the indoctrination efforts going on right here at our, at our local level. And you multiply that by thousands of school districts over the course of the last 20, 30 years and into our future. You wonder, you know, how many voices will be left in the cold ocean to say no mas, no more. Because right now, the young, the young generation between 18 to 24, 18 to 34, I'm not saying all of them, mind you, because that would be crazy for me to say but are definitely a lot more liberal-minded than my generation was and the two generations since my generation. So I think eventually once the, the country starts getting into the, uh, once the main demo of the young kids today who are now, let's say, 12 to 34 years old become part of the, cat, the key 25 to 54 adult category over the next 5, 10, 15 years, what are we going to be like then? Is AOC just going to be a shoe-in as president of the United States? I just, I mean, to hear Kamala Harris say that 
you know, the, the previous administration screwed up the, 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 the border because of our immigration policy under Trump. And, and I was watching uh, Tucker Carlson last night, and I alluded to this as well. We've been going over uh, this, uh, these allegations from Miss Hutchinson, who is the assistant to Meadow, uh, the chief of staff, not Meadow from the Sopranos, mind you. And she described something by something that she heard through somebody else of uh, what happened on January 6th. And, and last night, Tucker brought it up. He made it very clear. He's, by the way, he's doing a show from Brazil this week. And, and the, it was the first topic of, of discussion. And it's like at the end of the day, well, no matter how wrong that story was or could be, it doesn't matter. It's already out. So if it's right or wrong, it's, it's, it's already in the jury's mind. You could strict that from, from you know, the testimony, uh, uh, from the transcript, but you can't take that out of the jury's mind. Once it's there, right or wrong, it's going to remain there. And I just think that the left has so much control over things like that and portraying uh, Trump as being this maniac in the backseat of his limousine, amongst other things. And the small example I used earlier about the 50-plus people that died in the truck, if that had happened, and here it is, I said I wasn't going to do the double standard, but you have to because if, if everything was on the other side, it would be a completely, completely different story. So Kamala Harris, our vice president, says that, oh, uh, she screwed up. The, oh, it's just awful. So I guess your policy is to uh, uh, stop, you know, open the border again, stop the building of the, wa- of the wall, and do absolutely nothing. Because the previous administration was awful when it came to immigration. So that no one's taking any accountability for 53 p- uh, people lost. If anything, somehow or other, that will come back to Trump's fault. So that, there I am with this whole crazy, crazy analogy of people dying on a ship that uh, crashed into a, a, an iceberg. And uh, their voices couldn't be heard because no one was there to, to save them. I don't know if conservatives, conservative America, as we know it at least, or at least what's left of it today, and it's still here, don't get me wrong, is going to survive the next 5, 10, 15 years. And I'm not going to blame Russia. I'm not going to blame China. If anything, we don't have to blame anyone else at this point other than ourselves. So I just wanted to start off with that. Someone's on the line. They've been very patient. By the way, Joe Stanley's calling in today. We do have problems with the phone for some reason. Uh, people trying to get through. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn, man. How's it going? You know, it's funny because it's you, but on the thing it says Jason Trainer. So it's not tra- huh. Jason Trainer. So there you have Well, I, I, I borrowed his phone. Yeah, he's I know. redoing my business. <laughs> and he's, he, he's, he, right now he's coaching me in a, in a basic uh, English class. There you go. So we're, we're just going through and we're, we're learning grammar, and he's coaching me, and he's coaching my business, and That's I'm going to be his first business that he coaches to proper grammar, so he's let me use the cell phone in the meantime. There you go. I'm glad to hear that you have a good, strong business relationship together. So what's we, up? We do. It's pretty impressive. Um, I, you were talking the other day about how much time you waste like on a phone and, and yeah. whatever. Yesterday, yeah. And I, 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 it's kind of like when you think you ate a lot over a weekend, you don't want to get on the scales in the morning. I wouldn't even want to look right. the amount of time. But I'm, I multitask all the time. I'll listen. I listen to different podcasts. I, I, it's like I never leave my my brain not functioning on multiple things. As I get up in the morning, as I go to sleep, things are just going on like all the time. And one thing I, I do is I'll I'll re-listen after News Junkie like uh, you know puts over on on oh whatever the, the areas where they uh, not Spotify but other other places whatever, where they whatever. yeah 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 SoundCloud, post, SoundCloud. Yeah, where they post the stuff SoundCloud yeah. yeah so I'll listen through and I, I thought you know I better listen through because when. Danny called in the other day. I thought at the time I'm going, wow, he's being very specific right. and he's being very energetic. 
and he's making a lot of claims. And one of them was, of course, oh, you know, Trump's going to go over to jail over this. Right, right. And and he and he based all this on what what ended up being complete and utter, like either a lie or a mistake. Right, right. And so it's just or over exaggeration. It, well, it's not even over exaggeration. Is it, you try to give someone the the benefit of doubt. Right. I don't know why. Cassidy Hutchinson right. is on there testifying. Very cute, anyway. by the she way. She didn't see anything. Right. Everything was secondhand. And now it's coming out on multiple cases that m- multiple people reporting that everything she's saying was not accurate. Right. And the people that she thought she heard say it or nothing, well, that's not exactly what I thought. Right, right. And Danny was naming out all the witnesses who were involved in everything. Yeah. And all those people were like right. going like, oh, no, she wasn't very credible. We're not going right. to stand behind that anymore. So everyone's coming out of the woodwork yeah. now saying like, Cassidy Hutchinson was just, yeah. you know, basically making things up as she went along. It wasn't, you know, planned out correctly. Right. Now, at this point, you know, she said Trump, Trump uh, excuse me, she said Trump. Trump had reached to grab the steering wheel in the Beast. Right. So the Beast was not on the, the, the premises whatsoever. Right. And I, I threw that on your Facebook so you kind of see the little the yeah. funny picture of the car with Trump being back too far. But there was an SUV. But as this goes on and on... Yeah. When you make a mistake like that, and you're doing, you're, you're reporting secondhand information. Right. It's not credible at all. Right. It isn't necessarily perjury, but that's being said. It's pretty close. It's whether or not she was smart enough to know she made a mistake right. or if she said it intentionally. Right. But it is disinformation for someone like Danny to go on the air without researching right. it and to, to say everything that was said there as though it's fact. It, it was. Well, fact. let me let me, let me interject here because I got to do a break and then Joe's going to be calling it. But sure. this is no different than what you saw. Again, people say don't watch the View, but I watched the View over the last couple of years uh, and, and, and actually beyond that. And Joy Behar would do that all the time. Whenever there was a new claim, uh, this was prior to you know the the first uh, uh, impeachment. Oh, we're going to get him! He's going to go to jail. They can't wait. It's it's like the kiss ass in the front of the of this of the classroom that would remind the school teacher that you didn't check for last night's uh, homework assignment or, or, or whichever. They're, they're always there to deflate the tires in your in your wheel because we and you and I, of course, are Trump supporters. But they have uh, enough sufficient information from someone they never heard or saw before on Capitol Hill making such outrageous claims. She looks credible. She's cute. Why would she be lying? Aha! He's going to jail afterwards and that's what happened uh when danny was excited to tell me that and i I listened to it again just to make sure because i'm thinking like well you know everything hindsight's always 2020 and i'm thinking when i listened i'm thinking like wow he's made a lot of claims i had to listen back no it was actually worse than i thought now that the facts have come out he he stumbled over everything that was said as though it was pure fact and none of it was it ended up all being just i'm gonna call it disinformation because that's the word she's used but that's his word she just didn't know what she was talking about. Why would she do it? But uh, but Lefty, why would she, why would anyone go, you know besmirch their own reputation? Now last night on Tucker Carlson, they said she's probably going to be offered a job. She's probably got something waiting for her in the, on the Biden side, despite the fact that she worked for Meadows, apparently a conservative. It doesn't matter. But why would anyone do that? My question, in my mind, you know, I have no idea except for you know. They, they always say no publicity is bad publicity, and I guess that's... Well, that's you know, my point, yeah. Just trying to move up and through, I guess that's the only only thing behind it. But you think she would have made sure everything was credible, she would have checked, checked, fact checked, and she said over and over, she said the beast. Now, I've heard someone say... And well, that was a mistake. Right. All the presidential cars, but it doesn't. And people are going to say, 
Well, that's a very small error. That's a big error. I made that error the other day. Yeah, right. No, it's a big error. I made the error. I felt like a schlep the other day. And, and I uh, honestly, I had seen Facebook posts like yours, but she was just, she said it herself. You're saying she she referred to it as the the beast. Is that what you're saying? Oh yeah, no, multiple times yeah. the beast, and then when the beast, I, I went through and listened to everything because it's like I'm right. trying to you know keep the facts here, trying to keep things pertinent. But you know, only the truth tellers are, are willing to testify is what the, what right. the old proverb is. Right, right, right. No, this person that or someone who has really been told what to say. And I don't think she covered it well enough because, you know, she would know. She, she knows what the beast is. She wasn't there. She's hearing it secondhand. There shouldn't be any, anyone testifying with secondhand information to begin with. Well, But it just goes on worse and worse. <laughs> Tell that you know, to, the, to, the, uh, to the Navy guy that uh, started uh, uh, the first impeachment hearing, who, by the way, was a Ukrainian uh, uh, native, apparently, which I can't remember his name. He's a real schlep. He worked for the Obama administration, and he was all he was was an operative and a spy for the previous administration. But listen, I got to do a break. Yeah, that's what I'm, uh, okay, I got to we'll let you go. Hey, have a great holiday weekend. You on Monday? Uh, no, we're not on Monday. We're not on Monday. Beep, boop, okay. beep, beep. Well, hey, have a good time. Have a good time down the lake. I'll be thinking about you. Right, bye bye you now, don't you know? Don't you know? Right, I got to do a break. We're listening. You're listening rather to the Live at Five show. Hopefully, I'll have Joe Stanley on, and we'll be back after this. Uh, welcome back. Apothecary. Is that, am I saying that right? I'm gonna put it in here. This was one of the first questions I had today. I'm gonna paste it in here. Dictionary.com. Here we go. Definitions, and then it will tell me. Oh, I got to put up my volume. Hmm, why is my volume down? I must have been trying to play something in the sales office and didn't want anyone to hear it. Wait, let me hear this. Give me a second here. Turn the music off. Dip, 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 day. Let's see if this is right. I want to say this. Uh, apothecary. Apothecary. A druggist back in the days was a, an apothecary. I'm saying it right, right? Here we go. Let's see this place. I'm going to put, oh, can I put this on speaker? It's my mother. She's on speaker. Apothecary. Okay, there it is. Apothecary. You ask and I, re- and I got it. There you have it. I, I asked earlier. I said it wrong again. Now I'm going to sound like Jerry Callahan. <clears throat> as long as he doesn't get arrested again. These people are so old. Jerry Callahan. Uh, and I'm looking at other emails for some reason and nothing's there. So anyway, we're just talking about wasting time on a cell phone. And I'm literally doing that during my own show. So here's, here's something from a, a well-known listener, or uh, uh, a call, uh, uh, and actually in recent days has called in. This might be Joe. Let me make sure this is Joe. Oh, it's Jason uh, Trainer. Jason, give me a second. Hey, okay. Give me a second. Give yes. Me. <laughs> so my friend Liz wrote. wrote. Well, how are you doing today, Glenn? I, I wait, 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 no, no, hold on. Uh, J- J- Jason, Jason. This abortion thing. Uh, no, no, no. Jason! 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 Just stop for a second. Give me a second. I'm reading something, okay? Okay. Because okay. once, once you get Jason started, forget it. Don't forget to talk about the handwriting, the fact that Hirschman, I don't know who Hirschman is, sounds like a nice Irish guy, says that his handwriting and not Hutchinson's, so she pr- purged herself until there was handwriting analysis done to show it. The note that said not to enter the Capitol unless you have a lawful reason to do something like he says he wrote it, uh, so it, was, it was perjury. She didn't do it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I misinf- not that I misinformation. It's not a misunderstanding. That's purpose. 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 
What's the matter with me today? I feel like I'm having a stroke. But it's perjury, according to Liz. So there you have it. I wanted to include that because we were just discussing. Okay, Jason, go ahead. All right, Glenn. I, I thought you missed me. I was trying to give you a call, but no answer. All right, well, that's and the I problem. You lost me. We have all types of issues. Last Friday, we had our own uh, uh, congresswoman, Tenny, had the same issues. So you're in uh, a, a elite, uh, you know, a company there, Jason. It's a problem. I don't know why. And Joe had a problem yesterday, as did uh, <laughs> our, our, uh, Scott Gray. Scott well, Gray said he tried well, to call in tw- twelve times and it didn't happen. Well, I, I called you eighteen times, so I try and get well, through. you got the um, record then. Sorry. But I listened to your your interview or Donnie's interview with you, and you know, my my prayers go out one because his house got broken into. Yeah. So, no, he didn't. He didn't get broken into. Some guy just walked into his uh, apartment, apparently getting access to a meter in the basement, which went to his apartment. It's 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 one of those you know multi-unit places. So okay. and, and so he didn't. I mean, yeah, he broke in to get to the basement, but he didn't break in to like you know take his ham sandwich out of the refrigerator or anything. He, no, he, no, he I wanted know, to go I to the basement. He was saying he was like know, spot from the monsters. With that. Um, <laughs> but the reason I'm calling up today, Glenn, is people are missing the point. They're talking about abortion, but abortion isn't given for the human right from a Supreme Court decision or by government. It's an individual choice, and people can make a choice to either keep their uh, live baby that's growing inside their stomach, or they can abort it. Right. Okay, so what you pro- are you pro or, or uh, see? This is what I was saying the other day. When people start talking about abortion, I'm like, oh, what side of the of the abortion coin are they? So what side are you on? Well, I'm on pro life. I'm on pro life. I'm on life uh, generally because I believe in the conception, the protection of that baby. Okay, gotcha. All right, uh, all right. What, let me let me challenge you, uh, Jason, because you know I've been known okay. to do this from time to time. Uh the one thing that I have read through in recent weeks, especially since the leak came out and now that it's been overturned on the federal side, is that one concern that I do have is that if, say, for instance, Planned Parenthood went bye-bye in many of these states, the one thing that Planned Parenthood is known for is like, well, if you want to expire, the, the, to terminate the, the pregnancy and abort, we have the resources to do that. But Planned Parenthood also provides other very, very needful things. Uh, including contraception, including um, you know uh, tests done uh, you know for women when necessary. It, it essentially it becomes their OBGYN or if you're pregnant, whichever is it, someone that would be, uh, ultimately be your doctor. And, and and in a lot of the places in America where they can't afford it, they don't have insurance, and they're more apt to get pregnant to begin with because of lifestyle and inner city and getting drunk and uh, whatever. Because uh, that's how it happens, Jason. We know uh, you're not thinking when that happens. Uh, what what if we lose that? I mean, isn't isn't that important, particularly for the urban setting cities of America to have those services at their beck and well, call? Well, it is, Glenn. But the the, the problem is that most support parent put parenthood clinics are open up on the urban side or the black community side, and that's the the issue I have with them is they get government funding money to to perform. Abortion. So if they would get rid of that service right. and just deal with the concept of what you were talking about, right. then I might be on board. That I could but say. again, yeah. I cherish life, and I don't want to see any baby. I understand the argument between yeah. if a woman gets raped or whatever goes on. Right. It's not the baby's fault. 
No, it's uh, not. That happens. Right. Or sometimes it's not the woman's fault. But why why do they need to make the choice and not think uh, about the baby and, and let the baby choose? You sound you, you sound like Jeff Goldblum in The Fly. Not die. Did you ever see The Fly with Jeff Goldblum, Jason? Yes. With Brundle Fly. Oh, I'm gonna have the mm-hmm. baby. Oh, well, what about the baby? Oh, but I can't have I can't have a father that's a fly. Get out of my life, Gina Davis says. <laughs> oh, but but bundle uh, but, the baby. But for oh. me, uh, Glenn oh. is personally for me growing up <laughs> and dealing with what I dealt with as a baby. Yeah, I can relate to sicknesses that wasn't put on me because of my own choice, right? Because of nature, right. And because of other issues. Well, so, well, that's interesting. Um, we will I choose again. life, no matter what. I um, choose. Gonna... I know you do, and you know what? That's a great thing to do. You know, again, I used to listen to Howard Stern. He was, you know, a big time liberal, Long Island liberal about this policy, that if we just put enough effort into, a, you know, kids, for instance, that are adult home or children's homes, like the one here, or the kids that need to have a family adopt them, but since they're not a cute little baby, they're already five, six years old, and nobody wants them. Why can't we put all the en- as much energy, uh, the same energy level that people want to, say, for instance, uh, uh, dispose of uh, Roe versus Wade? Why can't we get some organization that looks at kids that need homes and, and a better way of life? That's, that's right. the key I, here. I mean, yeah, life well, is I great. I think everyone has I, the deserve to life, but, but we, we have too many lives to begin with. with. That, that I went out Saturday and I had a peaceful gathering to, uh, uh, to come up against the bus mandate. Yeah, I saw man, that. Mandate. Right. So, Which is crazy. I don't know if Danny, uh, Donnie told you. Yes, I saw, I saw the video. And uh, the video there. And I firmly believe that it's a choice. So it's like abortion. It's not a right that a government gives you or another human being. It's an individual choice. Well, it's a, yeah. It's, it's a, it, yeah. I don't know how the bus thing got involved with abortion, but I, I guess I see your, your comparison there. You know, I, 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 some, I'm, on, I'm on Twitter every now and then, and, I, and, and someone, post, someone posted a picture of, of Miss Hutchinson being so calm, cool, and collective while, while under, uh, well, during the hearing, what, two days ago now. And then on the other side of the, of, of this, of the post was a picture of uh, uh, Rittenhouse crying, describing how, you know, he shot those three people that were ultimately looking to kill him. And she said, isn't it amazing how under pressure women can be so calm, cool, and collective? And I, I look at that, I'm like, oh my, are you kidding me? You're saying this woman got hearsay information from like six other people. She goes up there knowing she's going to be a superstar. She's going to have a gig working for Pelosi. She doesn't have a worry in the world. She's calm, cool, and collective, lying through her teeth, by the way. So I got to give a little credit there without, you know, breaking down. And then she's saying that he, she was much better under, under oath than someone who had to describe how he had to save his life with his own weapon on one of the craziest nights in, in, in American history. I just can't believe them. And that's why, Jason, I go back to what I said earlier. I believe we have already lost. This Hutchinson woman has no credibility whatsoever. We don't even get a phone call from Danny Francis saying, well, maybe I, I jumped to conclusions. But it doesn't that's matter crazy. what that's she crazy. said. What she said. No, hear me. No. What she said. What she said was, was, was damning. And you can never strike that from the jury's mind. <laughs> you could take it from the transcript, but like trying to cut them off. You could take it from the transcript, but no one, no one pays attention to the transcript once it's said. Go ahead, Jason. Unhinged. We have to understand why are they becoming more crazy 
And what can we do to give him... Jason thinks he was on the air for the last 20 seconds. ...to normal earth. Right. But one last thing I want to share with you. Right. I started a new YouTube channel called Wartime First Audit. Oh, so, God. Yeah. You know, we're going to go around myself, hmm. me, myself, and I, and we're going to audit uh, the departments in this city. Right. So that's my next job. Oh, God. That's my next mission. This, it's like an episode of ridiculousness. <laughs> but we got to hold our officials accountable, Glenn. If we don't hold our officials accountable. So, Jason, Jason, Jason. The point is, I paid my bus fare. Right. And they would not go. All right. So, I sat there. So, Jason did I a go- sit. See, I saw the video that they did a sit in. Uh, at, at the bus, and for some reason or other, our local bus still requ- the, the bus still requires people to wear masks when they go on the bus. Yes, yes, <laughs> they do, sir. Is, 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 isn't it bad enough you're taking the bus to begin with? Now you got to freaking put a mask on. Well, what are we all like human raccoons? Ninety-five degrees out, you gotta wear that damn thing. You're gonna you're gonna <laughs> suffocate yourself to death. If I was on the bus, I'd I'd be dressed like the uh, like, like the elephant man, so no one would no one would know it was me. <laughs> It's not, no, I, I I'm sorry. Been, I'm sorry. I shouldn't be talking this way, but I am anyway. I'm not. I, I had, I had a, uh, I had two. I am not the bus, bus driver. Yeah. I am a human. <laughs> and, and what we did on that day, Glenn, Saturday, uh, yeah. Donnie uh, ordered some cabs. So yeah. we took care of people. We took care of people Kia. better Kia. than what the city can ever do. Right. Right. All right, well, good. So I'm, we, I'm, I'm, so we what's, had two buses backed up. So we had two buses that Donnie called up, right? And he uh, paid for people. Said, so what happened? Did like George? Too much. Did George? What, uh, did you act like? God, or I can't get a word taxi, anymore. so we want to take care of you. So, so did like George Wallace show up? You know, like you know, <laughs> not, not letting anyone on the bus unless you had a mask on or something. And then Forrest Gump no, showed up. No, no, I can't wear the damn things. I got a doctor's no, I can't wear a mask. So now, so now you can't take a bus because you can't ride. You, 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 you well, how do you get around then if you can't use the bus? Well, that's that's a peaceful gathering. I I get around, but um, I get around. That was a de- de- demonstration. Hmm. And what we need to do, Glenn, as a not going to happen. I talked about this last. Jason, did I already we tell you? Jason, to- Jason, 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 Jason. I already told you, we've hmm. lost this war. We've lost it. Um, and you laugh, but we lost this war, my friend. I mean, we had a woman, a cute little, you know, secretary of a secretary of a secretary the other day become a rock star in the minds of the Joy Bahars and Joy Reeds of the world that the former president of the United States, you know, jumped out of his back seat and tried to commandeer a, a, his own limousine. Uh, like, like I said, he was like on the, on the FDR or something. And, 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 it's just, and because of that, we, now we find out 48 hours later, less than that, Totally untrue, but it doesn't matter. They, they've taken over, and once the kids get into the adult ages of 25 to 54, God only knows what this country's going to Are you going to have children with your lovely bride there, Jason? Well, yes, yes, Glenn, and, and I, I will personally teach my kids to, to, uh, to love people right. and to grow up, be smart, yeah, hate, hate white people, yeah. and to accomplish something in life. But what I have to say is that yeah, yeah. the public school system is... They train people to be mindless. Yeah, true. And they can't think. All right, right. And and if and if it gets really hot in the kitchen, then you can just say, "Hey, I've been doing this for thirty-five years. I got to retire. I'm going to say that at the end of the meeting." <laughs> I I didn't get that memo that everyone else got from my uh, from the one of my principals that should have conf- you know consorted with me first about Pride Week. 
But since I didn't get that, I don't want to deal with this amount. I did 35 years ago. Here's my pension for $80,000 a year. God Uh, bless America. What do you think about uh, Lisa having a little hissy fit of not being recognized at the Pride... uh, Oh, I don't know. Whoa, whoa. Wait, what what happened here? Explain what what you're saying here and be factual. We're we're fair and balanced. Well, the newspaper, uh, Joe Butler Jr. uh, did the honors and uh, Kaufman Cliff... Uh, City Councilman, woman, Lisa, and the other one—they got—they were crying. The other one, Sarah Compton. They weren't recognized there. Wow, that's like like uh, Lena Dunham. She was at a, a banquet, <laughs> and what's his face there? Who? Uh, uh, what? Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the black guy. He's a receiver. <laughs> Beckham. Beckham. Not not the soccer player, but the black guy who caught a ball in Monday Night Football <laughs> with his hand. I'm sorry for referring that way, but he's he's a star athlete. Well, anyway, she was at a banquet. This is like three, three, four years ago, and and you know she was the only one there. Everyone kind of got up, and Beckham was there. All he did was look at his phone. He didn't want to. You didn't want to look up at her, and she felt so slighted. Like here it is. I'm a woman. I wanted to talk to him. This attractive man, a minority. You know the whole Kardashian thing. You know I have that power. And look at me. I'm from Greenwich Village. Why aren't you looking at me? He's not looking at you because you're unattractive. That's why, Lena. I'm sorry. <laughs> that has nothing to do with what your story is all about. But sometimes people feel really, really slighted when when someone doesn't recognize it. It's just the way it is. I'm sorry. No, I know that. He was probably well, playing I, I a, a video game for I know. My question to the individuals, do we want to make our cities more famous or are we self-centered and want to make ourselves only famous? You know, Glory Lightfoot, the, uh, the mayor of Chicago, who looks like Beetlejuice, she was uh, she was at a, an event the other day wearing a pink country hat or something, and it was some it, it, it was something in, in Chicago, and it was a bunch of uh, rich white kids there, uh, most of which, of course, you know, prayed to RGB uh, or RBG or is it Ruth Gator, Ruth GB RGB? Uh, that was their hero, and here it is. The, the Chicago is a mess. People getting shot up, you know, on the way to the hospital after getting shot. And all she has to do is yell out F-bombs about Clarence Thomas, our Supreme Court Justice, a black man who lived through hell growing up and became a, an incredible influence in American history. And she used the F-bomb against him because of his ruling on, on Roe ver- his overturning of, of Roe versus Wade. Hey, hey Glenn, do you think that's right for a uh, leader to go after the Supreme Court? Court judge Clarence like that? Is that kind of like... No, what it, what it is, it's, it's, you know, we, we, it's deflecting. It's no different than Janet Yellen uh, talking, talking about uh, the, the leak uh, when, she, when she's supposed to be talking about finances as our Treasury Secretary. They just have to resort to something else. And it gets back to what I said at the outset. <coughs> no matter what they say, their base is going to believe it, and it's going to reinforce their message. So, uh, again, no matter what they say, they could lie through their teeth again and again about what happened in the beast, what COVID does, uh, whether or not anyone would take the vaccination if it was under Trump or Biden. It doesn't matter. At this point, uh, we're lost here. What do you you, uh, say about that, the the decision between the abortion? What's your feelings on that? Uh, My feeling is, uh, again, I'm not a spiritual guy. I'm probably the last person to ask. But (laughs) but if if you heard the context of my discussion earlier, there's a lot of benefits to a service from Planned Parenthood and other clinics. But the the one thing that stands out is the act of abortion, getting a doctor to do the nasty, to do the deed. But there's a lot of things leading up to that where people aren't getting an abortion. They're actually controlling their sex life 
and, and, and be enabling them, uh, rather, preventing a, a, a pregnancy. And that's what Planned Parenthood, in my opinion, is, 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 is most important. So, but anyway... Well, I, 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 would, I would be on board more, Glenn, if they would get rid of the, the funded, uh, government-funded abortions. I would uh, be for the other good stuff they do, but not the abortion. Right. I agree. All right, listen, da- uh, Danny. Uh, Jason, thanks for the call, my friend. <laughs> I just called you Danny Francis. Danny Francis. Oh, there you go. That's disinformation, Glenn. That wasn't me. So now we have uh, Jim Levin just stopped into the... Uh, With my stained shirt. Oh, yeah, I noticed that. You know what? I, I walked by and I heard sex lives, so I had to come in. No, I said Planned Parenthood serves a lot more uh, justice to society, but they're only known for abortions. That's what I I'm know, saying. which is silly. I mean, you know, it's all about women's... Uh, Women's health. I, I mean, just say now is the time. I'm sure do that kind of Why thing. Why can't your people come up with a plan for contraception? Your my people? people? Yeah. Let my people come. Do you know that was a play on Broadway? What did you just say? <laughs> Let my, that was the name of the play. Let my people come. Yeah. There was nudity in it, too. My parents saw it. You, you, the camera is and it wasn't not old doing Calcutta. justice it wasn't to old Calcutta. my face Let is. my people come was a play on Broadway. Old Calcutta. And there was another one where they had uh, nudity back in the 70s. And I found out my father and mother went. I was like, oh, my God. My parents saw nude people. And by the way, I saw uh, Elephant Man with my mother and father back in the late 70s on Broadway. And the woman got naked in that. She showed. Oh, there are, I've seen many plays where if, I if was nudity like is part 15, of 15. I almost fell off my chair. Well, yeah. You she probably, was hot. You probably wrecked the chair in front of you, hey, too. They, well, yeah, if you were 15. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but... No, I mean that's you're terrible. They're, they're <laughs> <laughs> that's me being a horse. Well, <laughs> I, you know, you're a hot rod. Yeah, yeah, you go. Uh, but the, the, <laughs> the reality is, uh, I've seen many serious plays where yeah. part of it is nudity. Yeah. And Carla Jagino, uh, yeah, who did a lot of TV. Right. Yeah. Um, she did justice to her role. Right. She did some some naked scenes. Really. Yeah. So. Just got this yeah. new thing from the ratings company Nielsen. Oh yeah, yeah. You subscribe and, to that? Uh, well, yeah, and they send me their studies, you know. Okay, good. And they did they did a big national study. Good. And you know, you know, and those of you who are listening don't say this, but right. there are those who say, right. "Oh, radio, huh?" Right, right, right. Do you know that ninety three percent of the American population, twelve years old yeah. and older, right. listens to the radio every single week oh, that's great 9.3 out of every 10 there you go and uh television the number is 90 percent huh uh, smartphones 86 percent what are they counting as as radio if you don't mind me asking is that including everything no what? no it's just uh over the terrestrial, air radio. Ter- free free yeah, terrestrial. because they have pcs tablets smartphones tv satellite devices uh, um you know, uh, actually, satellite is covered here later. Okay, but it's a different category. Yeah, satellite. Spotify, all that. Oh separate. no, those aren't considered. This is AMFM radio. So you're saying that less than ten percent of people listen to everything else? Yeah, about uh, no, because there's a lot of shared listening. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that the Spotify, Sirius XM number is what's the average amount 10 of ten and twelve or thirteen percent? Okay, but do they do average hours per week? You know, uh, households or anything? Yeah. Of that it, so what, did you get ratings for your stations? No, not they're yet. not done. No, yet. we we won't. And and I don't share those because you should. You you subscribe to them. Well, if if an advertiser wants to see them, I'll see them. The reason I don't publicly share them, yeah. is we're the only company 
in radio right. that pays tens of thousands of yeah, dollars I know you a do. year for it. So why wouldn't you and do I, it? Because then I don't want anybody to know what everybody else's ratings well, they are. Wouldn't. Sometimes it works against you. But, but, but the, don't tell if, them. If you're a big customer or you're an advertising agency, I have software. It doesn't matter to you if you're listening, right. but it's called TapScan, and I can do graphs, and I right. have... Yes, I can break out how many people are listening way, in a given hour even. The, lo- the lovely lady the other day that talked on your behalf, despite the fact that she worked for Meadows, the uh, <laughs> chief of staff, very attractive woman. Is that correct? Who worked, uh, who talked on, uh, is on there the a hip- girl who's in love with me who you're uh, talking I about? I don't know. It's possible. Her last name is Hutchinson. Oh, she's not on my side. Yes, she's, of course she is. She's on America's side. Oh, okay, good. She's, Whatever. She, I think she was telling the truth. Yeah, yeah, but know. now they're saying yeah. that she's not. So why would well, she? Well, no. I, the Secret Service, she probably didn't use precise words. Oh, like Remember, what? Remember, these guys all think like lawyers. Yeah. And they parse words. Like you, Jim. And um, I actually don't. See, my friend I'm Liz. Too, I'm too, um, uh, too out there for my own good. My problem She testified is this blunt. was her note that she took during dictation from Eastman, which is key to her testimony. The lawyer says she's, this is absolute BS. It is his Well, then he should note, go. Blah, blah, blah. He should go under oath right. in front of the committee right. so that he's on the line. If he lies and gets caught, he could go to jail. You, who? Who can get you? Oh. Anybody. Oh, you, yeah. you lie so under you, oath, you can go Danny to jail. Because Danny Francis. Uh, it's easy to say whatever you want when you're not under oath. Danny Francis said that uh, the pre- based on what he heard the testimony the other day from Ms. Hutchinson uh, is enough to put 45 in jail, and that would be appease America where we can all heal. Well, you know Danny and I politically are closer than many people here right. with me, but... Neither one of us went to law so school. So when Kamala Harris... And neither one of us is a prosecutor. W- I don't know. When Kamala... <laughs> excuse me. Wow. Listen to that. When Kamala... Uh, I took ha- a shower this morning. I know, You're I know. not choking because of me, right? By the way, do you yeah. have spray aerosol or do you use a roll-on? Uh, I use spray. You, so do I. Have and you it's know- bad for the environment. It, it, well, can- actually, it isn't really. They use different they stuff. They use a the different that. aerosol. Yeah. Have you noticed when you... Well, do you go shopping or do you have someone from like uh, Uber <laughs> shop for you? Or I can't remember. <laughs> oh, of course. I yeah, have Uber servants shopper. for everything. Of course I of go course shopping. Okay. And I go I go to the dollar store yeah. in Sackett's Harbor. Right. Are you kidding me? Okay, so anyway. Save money. Have you, have you noticed it's real difficult to find the aerosol-style cans anymore? They're, they're, everything else is roll-ons. No, I, I, you know, I use... I use Brute. Brute has its own can? Yeah. I was looking for yeah. I couldn't find it. And it was all on the bottom, I too. I get it at the dollar store and also at Kinney. Yeah, well, Kinney with, with my friend, you know, Jeff Kirk. Exactly. Oh, uh, apothecary. Do you know what apothecary is? Yeah. The drug, do you, is, I'm saying it correctly. I was saying it apothecary. wrong earlier. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's like it, a pharmacy. It, I, why did we change it from apothecary to a druggist? Anyone, does anyone know why we did that? Or is there any reason for that? Or? Heroin. Uh, oh, I, I mean, I don't know. Um, no, just I really don't know. Hmm, Although you know what, I, I somehow I got on this email list. Yeah, it's called Word Genius. Yeah, and they send me one or two new words every day. Every day, and I love it. That's good. Um, I love uh, it. Uh, uh, Bill O'Reilly would do that at, uh, during his show every day. He's a very smart guy. Yeah, I, I loved him. I thought when he was replaced because he laughed because he got caught with his pants He's down. Kind of jerky, but he ah he, he was nice yeah to yeah me. he called himself tripod. He was nice to me when I met him. Oh, he sure he was a nice. I know, know his banker. I know his investment banker, uh, Billy Burns, from, went to Oswego State. Oh. Yeah. 
Uh, not that that matters. What Sam, institution I'm, I'm, is he with? Uh, he probably he does his own brokerage firm down in Long Island. He did very well for himself. Oh, good Billy for him. Burns, yeah, good guy. He's, he plays for the baseball. Bill O'Reilly, he's doing really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a lot of money. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's not working anymore other than he's counting the money he made doesn't from after to. the settlement there. He made millions of dollars even after he left. He Imagine he, that. He doesn't need to. Or, or being a CEO and the, and the remember, bottom line sucks and you still get your payout for millions of dollars? He was one of the people who misreported such that you don't have the information with which to decide at Fox News. So that's my question. Just kidding. It, it, no, By you're way, not kidding, kidding at all because you've said it to me before. I'm misinformed then. Tucker Carlson is the devil. I only, I only say it to you because you say horrible things to me I, about I politics. never say horrible things. Listen, i gotta do, I got to do a break. All, all right. right. Yeah, let's make some money. i got to do this break right. before it's over. God bless America. <laughs> it's over. And one thing, we just found out uh, that Joe Stanley was trying to call in. And we, like I said, Congresswoman uh, Tenney tried to call in last week. She was trying to call in. I was panicking last week. We also had uh, Perry Golden in here. I you know, was, it was delaying things. You want to accommodate people, obviously. Of course. But Joe Stanley just emailed me and said he couldn't get through. Scott Gray tried to get through yesterday. we got to fix this. Yeah, we had, uh, what, what, what's their name, Altel or something? We had them in because we had a problem with one of the other radio station phones. West Telcom? No, no, it's I think it's Altel. Altel, yeah, Altel, uh, uh, Alt, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, um, up north. And, and 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 you know they're good guys. Yeah. But we had a problem. They fixed it for for uh, ninety four Rock W O T T. Yeah, yeah. But it's the same phone system for all the radio stations. So I suspect huh. maybe something happened. That that's terrible. I happen to like uh, Ms. Tenney a lot. So. Yeah, I'm well, sorry. I don't care if you didn't. I mean, you, you wouldn't want anyone uh, uh, to be restricted from calling Never. in on one of your radio shows. Never. Never. And and Scott Gray won. Yeah, he did. And he won. And uh, But there will be a statement from Miss Duffy next week. Okay. Uh, I mean, if you read it on a news junkie or listen to your show, <coughs> uh, one of your shows at least, mm. uh, the mayor's show. Oh, by the way, uh, Mayor Jeff Graham, and, and I'm, I'm kissing ass on our future congressperson, but Mayor Jeff Graham, once again, has put a yet another uh, picture of a well-known politician in front of his uh, uh, place of business, and that's Congresswoman Claudia Tenney on a Harley Davidson. Um, huge sign. Yeah, she's a huge biker. Yeah, and which is she really, loves it. which is really cool. Uh, so I had to send that I to, know. I told to her, her I assistant. wanted to take her flying. Yeah. Oh well, there you go. Because I think she'd come uh, fly she, with me. Let's well, no, fly. Let's know, fly. People who people who bike right typically like. Flying. That's right. Right. You know, it's That's, fun. There you go. All right. But you don't bike. That's for sure. You're not a biker. I have. Remember. AM 1240, WE10. What makes us legal? Up next, CBS News. We'll see you tomorrow on a Friday show. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Facet Wealth. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Hundreds of Delta.